Last time on Cursebreaker. We had a lovely dinner with the Nis family and learned all about Uli, her parents, and her older brother, Dor. Turns out he loves tattoos and hates magic. Like, he really hates it. When we got back to Hogwild, things were turning up. The party spent the evening dancing, gaming, and turning down marriage proposals, but Sheriff Law put a stop to all of that. He warned us of an impending knoll attack and set us in position to defend the town. But something went very wrong. It looks like Joe is a lot closer than we thought. Just to jog your memory, you had all been set up in a building to defend from the Knoll attacks. Uh, Bert, you had been set up in a blacksmith shop, uh, barrel makers really. Um, Snack, you were in a water tower, Tibia was in an ice house, uh, Holly was in a, a storehouse, and Uli was back at the Hair of the Hog tavern with Barrett and Benth, where Barrett had pulled you into a closet to tell you that he has some magical ability, and that ability is to resist charm effects, which seems to be affecting every other person in Hogwild except for him. Uh, at the same time, Bert, uh, Eugene, who was helping you defend the blacksmith shop, revealed to you that he was under Joe's control. He, uh, also let slip that he was doing so using the water tower as a central distribution system for his supply of rose water that allows Joe to control people from a great distance. So uh, we'll pick it up right where we left off with Bert in the blacksmith shop. Um, standing there grinning before you is Eugene under the influence of Joe, uh, who, um, yeah, just played his hand and let you know that he is pretty much in control of this entire town. What do you do, Bert? Uh, Eugene, by the... You're scaring Please, me. Call me Joe. Oh my god. Oh, what's that over there? Is that a golden barrel? Alright. Make a <laughs> make a, a deception with disadvantage here. Disadvantage? Disadvantage. That was such a good one. Six. So that was a natural twenty to contest your okay. six. Uh he does not flinch, does not take his eyes off. Oh, it's really shiny. Um <laughs> Just doubling down, but <laughs> uh well, since he's not looking away, I'm going to try to run into the closet where he was hiding earlier oh, and lock okay. myself in. Okay, cool. Um, let's have you make an athletics check, I think, to get past him. <laughs> so that's an eight. Eugene got an eight. Okay. Um, yeah, you, uh, you kind of meet at the door, and you're both just sitting there struggling with it. You're trying to open it. He's trying to keep it closed. You're both small people. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> you're pretty evenly matched. Uh, is there anything that you can do to break the tie? Um, Kick him in the balls. Uh, yeah, is he human or whatever? Uh, I believe Eugene's actually a gnome as well. Oh, great. Great, great, great. Gnome. V gnome. <laughs> the <Okay>. thunder gnome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cast Shillelagh on my big book and okay. whap him with my book. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, you weaponize uh, the Librum and give him a smack. Uh, make an attack roll against him. Shillelagh. Jeepers. Ouch. 
Size Jill. Start put it away. Strong. It's a two. Everybody get home. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nine. Nine. Nine does not hit. Okay. Damn, uh, you had a lot to add oof. to that. Yeah, he, uh, the door gets thrown open as you go to hit him with your Librum, and uh, um, he kind of uh, sends you spinning. Uh, you hear uh, the scraping of metal as he draws something out of the coals and turns back to you. Ooh. Uh, he takes a swing at you uh, with a pointy iron rod. Okay. Any fight in a blacksmith shop? Does anyone just always think of Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I can't not think of it. That's all I have in my mind. He picks what? up this iron rod and he says, and I practice with it three hours a day. <laughs> um, he uh, gets a big old three, uh, which Great. will go up to a seven for him. Okay. I'm guessing that doesn't nope. hit either. Okay, so two gnomes are just like <laughs> slapping each other. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, Gnome fight. We'll move to uh, Tibio. Oui. Uh, Tibio, who is... Uh, you are peeking out uh, from under this trap door in the ice house as the gnolls have stopped moving and your animated uh, goat and bull uh, who were protecting you uh, have also they've they've stopped moving because there's no there's no directive and there's no threat and so they're just st- sitting idle right now. Do I have four? You have four creatures. Yeah. Okay. Are the gnolls dead? Yes. Yeah. You killed both of them. Okay. Um. I walk up to the bodies as you leave the trap door. <clears throat> uh, make a uh make a dexterity save. Oh no. Oh, it's not as bad as it used to be, guys. Since we leveled up. Good job. <laughs> Yeah, it's real bad still though. <laughs> um, that's a that's a that's a good old five. Oh wow! Did you roll just a get two? the bad rolls out. I rolled a three. Okay. <laughs> so you do not move out of the way quick enough when something steps on the trap door as you go to leave it and stomps down on it. Um, you take uh, just four bludgeoning damage as you are bonked in the noggin, but you also hear the rattling of metal and chains and you hear the trap door being bolted shut. Uh, <clears throat> you are now in a freezing small room below the ice house. I call to my helpers. Uh, from upstairs? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, uh, you tell them to uh, attack this unseen assailant and you hear... Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> you hear just awful fighting going on upstairs. Oh. Um, stomping. You hear the hooves right over the trap door, like clapping down. You can hear that it was more gnolls upstairs that, that trapped you in here. Okay. Um, so for Misty Stop, it's supposed to be a place that I can see. Mm-hmm. Does that mean currently see or have seen? Currently see. Okay. Yeah. Some spells are different. Okay. Um, Mr. Stuff. Make a perception check, Tibio. Twelve. Okay. Um, so, yeah, there's not a whole lot down here to help you. Uh, you see a few buckets of ice cream, some that have been eaten out of. Um, you also see your pea corner, which is frozen <laughs> over since you peed. Yeah. Uh, you also see something curious. As you're kind of looking for resources, um, you don't make much of it right away, but there is an insulated pipe running through this room. Uh, it's insulated so that it won't freeze over, and you can see some icicles hanging off of it where it occasionally drips. Okay. I'm going to try and detach the pipe. Yeah, make an athletics check to try to pull that off. Literally. That's what we're good at. All these athletes. Mm-hmm. 14. Um, I think you break the pipe. Uh, you pull on it such that uh, a little joint in it kind of splits apart and it starts gushing water spray, like cold water, into this room. So now it is freezing and also 
uh, actively filling with water. Great. Okay. Cool. Um, hmm. I'm going to cast magic missile at the door. Okay. And shield myself. Okay. Yeah. Uh, go ahead with the, uh, just roll the damage on the magic missile. Okay. I also got to ch- check off my spells. Um, right before you do, you hear, uh, from right above you, you hear this, uh, you hear a couple heavy things fall against the ground and a couple seconds pass and you hear, <laughs> and then you hear Tibio, what's the matter? Are you getting a little cold down there? It's like teeth. How dare you? <laughs> uh, 11 damage. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, the first couple ones just splinter the boards, but the last one actually uh, pierces that iron sheet on it, and you hear the jingling of metal as uh, bits of the lock uh, go flying into the other room. And uh, you are up to your uh, little gnome knees in water, but the trapdoor has also been blasted open. Can I see anyone? Uh, you can see two knolls that are kind of like looking down into the trapdoor straight at you. Okay. I'm going to throw a chromatic orb at them. Uh, let's hold on that for just a sec. Uh, okay. Holly. Holly Hyacinth. You have taken care of your gnolls. Uh, they are no longer a threat. One is trapped under a uh, this heavy canvas such that it will never get out. Ha <laughs> um, Or maybe you blasted it away. I'm not quite sure. There uh, are many traps. Yeah. Uh, you see a familiar figure step uh, into the threshold of the storehouse. Um, he takes a step inside and he says, My stars, what happened in here, Miss Sally Lou? Uh, this was a uh, gentleman who had proposed to you, the wealthiest of the three, uh, who tried to ask your hand in marriage at the Hair of the Hog just a, a few hours ago. Okay. Holly, uh, in line with my own true self, does not remember his name or who he is. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and is a little more concerned with the dire circumstances than yeah. with playing. <laughs> who are you? Um, yeah, I think now is not a great time, sir. Oh, I simply meant to come to your rescue. I thought I heard your your distressed voice calling out into the night air, and uh, I thought I could come assist you. Mm, you probably heard uh, one of my friends yelling out. Well, is uh, everything quite all right then? Yep, everything's fine. Gotta go. Bye. And Holly uh, tries to run past him to get out. Well, now hold on just a minute. You look uh, a little uh, fatigued. Might I offer you a drink, ma'am? And he uh, holds up a flask to you. Nope, I'm uh, good. Thank you very much. Uh, Hogwild hospitality definitely lives up to its reputation. He <laughs> kind of holds his arm strong on the doorframe and holds the flask towards you. And he says, I'm afraid I must insist. Mm-mm. That's so scary. Um, Holly's yeah, even feeling, if he like didn't know it was mind control. This is like really oh, scary. Yeah, like n- nobody would take this offer. <laughs> this is very scary. I need like a feminist hurt this man spell. Destroy testicle. Destroy shrink Armor his balls. Reduce testicles. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna cast ray of sickness on him. Okay. You know, I really need to go help my friends. Um, pleasure meeting you. So please let me go. Why are you always so difficult? Um, Holly stops him as he's saying that and just uh, points a crystal at him and casts a ray of sickness without even like yeah. letting him continue talking. Okay, roll the uh, attack on that. Shoot, 23. Shit, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you blast oh. him right in the dick. I'm standing right point blank <laughs> yeah. like next to him too. So. Okay. Just, 
Uh, and then he is going to roll a save, uh, and he gets a seven for his constitution save. Okay. It is constitution, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, he takes 2d8 poison damage, and he's poisoned until the end of the turn. Seven, do I add anything to that? Uh, you do not, I don't think. Okay. Um, this man is not much of a warrior. Uh, that uh, spell in itself was enough to uh, send him to the ground. Uh, you hear him make sort of a, a gurgling, retching noise, and then he sort of gasps and crawls, and he is uh, out of commission. Not dying, just out of commission. Well, at least now the outside kind of matches the inside. Sick bastard. And Holly runs past him. Yeah! You, you hear him barf as you run. Um, <laughs> next is Snack. I, uh, Snack takes out his stone, his... Uh, stoppy walkie. Snack takes out. Stoppy walkie. <laughs> stoppy talkie. Come in, stoppy walkie. Come in. <laughs> You've got law here. Uh, law here. Awesome. Um, there is no more nose for me to kill here. Do, do either of you need assistance? Uh, yeah, Snack. I need you out at the front gates. It's uh, it's getting pretty hairy. They're uh. But they got another group coming in hot. Uh, hey, heads up. Joe's here. Okay, bye. Is Uli taking another call? Uh, I'm confused. Over. Uh, I'm confused, too. That didn't make much sense to me at all. But, Snack, the sooner you get here, the better our odds are going to be. All right, well, I, I gotta stop talking so I can walkie. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, so you were kind of uh, high up on the water tower. You had just sniped a couple of gnolls that were trying to stealthily approach slash retreat from the water tower. Um, where do you go from here? Towards where La is. Okay. Yeah, you uh, fly out towards the front gates. And uh, as soon as you land there, you look around and you don't see any gnolls and you don't see Law there. Uh, make a perception check. I don't know if it helps, but I do have dark vision. But if it's dark, but my perception is—I <laughs> <laughs> would say that gives you not disadvantage. Five, five. Okay. Uh, Snack here. Blah. You hear this? <laughs> Snack. Snack. <laughs> I smack at the stick on the ground a few times. All right. Snack. You in position? Yes. Good, good, good. I can see you right there. Now, why don't you just uh, stand still for a minute? Do I hear this going on? You hear that through the stoppy talkie. Snack? Snack, bad idea. Hold uh, up. What is the new plan, Uli? Uh, come back. Come back to the tavern. Um, we got a situation. I can't remember. I'm looking around trying to figure out where the tavern is. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, what is your AC? 13. Okay. Uh, a crossbow bolt comes sailing down from the water tower and lands directly at your feet. The bolt is on fire and it's just sticking out of the ground. Mm. And he says, I told you not to move now. What is this? I said don't move. It's too difficult to hit you when it's so dark. God, these things are useless. And you hear through the walk, stoppy talkie, you hear, <laughs> Come on, get on the bow. Uh, you like frantically look around and you see another like little spot of fire on top of the water tower. You see that Sheriff Law and four gnolls have made it to the top, each of them with a heavy crossbow pointed down with flaming bolts. 
can I do things? Yes, you can. <laughs> I am going to use my cloak of brimstone. I okay. um, flourish it and then teleport 60 feet. Okay. And then I'm going to do a big boom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who's the law now? And then I go... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't have to roll. So. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a... Two. Our rolls are yeah. very bad tonight. What's the spell? So Thunder Wave, I'm casting it at uh, fourth level. Okay, on the town's central water source? Yep. Okay. I, well, I Snack didn't think of that. He just knew that someone shot him with a shot a bolt at him. Sure. He's okay. going to explode things. Yeah. So 15-foot cube uh, con save. Okay. Uh, for Law, I uh, got a nine. And the Knolls, I uh, got a collective seven. Okay. Can Eric Okra fly? Yes. Okay, good. 20 damage, and they all get pushed 10 feet away from me. Okay. And there's a big cacophonous uh, thunderous boom. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, the gnolls don't handle that very well. Um, (laughs) uh, They are all pretty much dead on impact, and you just send them sailing down to the ground, and you hear them one by one impact into the dirt. Uh, Their crossbows have been destroyed. Uh, Law uh, also takes the full brunt of that effect. He goes somersaulting off the water tower, but catches himself in the air before he hits the ground and uh, is able to at least loft himself down. And you see him breathing heavy and sort of taking a knee. What is this treachery law? How dare you attack Snack? Uh, He calls up, How dare you hurt innocent people? Can Holly run out and Uh, just like see this happening? Yeah, she can see the... Hearing. uh, Snack, also, I need you to make a sort of luck check. Uh, Just give me a flat d20. Natural one. Wowie! Uh, You detonated the water tower in an irreparable way. Um, Great. (laughs) Wait, what? I mean, they like rebuild leak, it. Is it I mean, like they have to rebuild now? the whole one. No, like the entire like containing unit has just been like exploded. In oh, every great! Direction. That's yeah. Okay. Probably That's for the good. best. Yeah. That's like a twenty it was as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, a one or twenty would have got you there. <laughs> um, was Holly nearby the water tower when it exploded? You run out of the storehouse, leaving that crate behind you, and you see a sort of fireworks display as these smoldering knolls like go sailing towards the ground just dead on impact and uh sheriff law kind of catches himself in a little spiral before he hits the dirt and you see snack up there grinning madly down at the destruction (laughs) holy shit (laughs) uh that leads us to uli snack what the hell did you do (laughs) i think if something like that happened like the buildings would be shaking in that town yeah Yeah. i think everybody noticed that something awful just happened barrett had just pulled you into a closet (laughs) to tell you that he's magic resistant and then he thinks everyone in town has been charmed yeah this this is bad news barrett (laughs) (laughs) you both share a little laugh (laughs) (laughs) he says i don't want to hurt benth Mm, leave it to me then Uli. I'm not going to hurt anyone irreparably. Do you know how to make this stop? I have some ideas, but it sounds like whoever's in charge of this is who we've been after. So it's kind of my responsibility anyway. Do you think it was the man with the jug? The man with the jug? I heard you talk about him earlier. Jug Lung Joe? Ah, uh, yeah. Yep, that's, it sounds like Joe. This is Joe business. Ain't your business. business. No business like Joe business. It's my business. Um, so you think Benth is, you know, Joe? I think he is. He 
He has spoken sometimes mm, very unlike himself. I mean, he's always been kind of wild, right? That's the problem. Sometimes he's been very calm. <laughs> ah, yeah, I see the problem. Well... Hey, uh... You guys okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, Benth. We'll be out in a sec. Barrett, let me handle it. I'm not gonna make you fight your twin. I'm just going to play this safe. And you hear uh, as the closet is locked from the outside. Is it just like a wooden door? Yeah. Yeah, this isn't... That's not gonna stop me. <laughs> Barrett, if you handle anything else, I will handle Benth. Okay, I will collect your friends. Yeah, uh, should we meet somewhere? We should meet in the basement here. But Benth's here. But you're going to handle Benth. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna kill him, though. Tie him up. With Oh, I do have personal rope. All right. <laughs> yeah, that works. Willie, I have to know. There was someone else who came through. I think he's involved with this, too. I think they were working together. Who? He was a, an extremely angry adventurer. He had... Did he have a big sword? Blonde curls. Yes, and a, a massive sword. Damn it, Emery. Oh. He, he was only here for one day, and then we never saw him again. And they interacted? They didn't interact. They didn't see each other. He was asking for him. Ah, uh, okay. Um, did he do anything weird while he was here? Aside from kick the door in and scream at us for answers, no. <laughs> that sounds like Emery. Um, I, eh, he's probably not... He's kind of after the same guy we are. It seems he failed. Yeah, I kind of expected that. You hear outside? Ah, good, the reduce wore off. The cannon. You see Barrett's eyes go wide. Oh no, okay, um... Cool, 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 cool. The, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna bust the door open. You okay. good with that? Yeah. Okay, um... Hey, can you help me kick the door out? Um, I can try. There's really not a lot of space in this closet. Right, but he we'll gets both like just shoulder kind of shoulder. like... Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you can take advantage if you're just going to make a, a physical check here. Okay. That is a dirty 20. All right. Uh, so the two of you kind of like rock back, and then at once you both just take one step forward and shoulder check the door, and uh, you feel it like... Um, kind of buckle outward and give way immediately and the lock just sort of pops and goes sailing across the room um, right when the door opens however uh, Benth has the cannon sitting on the countertop and the fuse is ticking down bear it down and you hear bang um, that it would be a 15 to hit does that hit you mm, that's fine I'll just take a cannonball to the gut okay um, so you hear the cannon go off and Barrett takes 18 damage as he spins around and puts himself between you and the cannon. No. And uh, takes a little cannonball to the back, and you just hear him kind of, <laughs> and, like, take a step forward. Um, clearly unwell. Um, though he is a bouncer, he's not exactly what you'd call an adventuring type. He's a small town bouncer. Yeah. He's, he's not doing too hot. You don't kill my brother. Um, now can I do something? Yeah. I would like to try and banish Benth okay. to a different plane. Okay. So he needs to make a charisma save. Benth has got charisma out the butt, by the way. I know. And I'm going to um, 
Yeah, that's a 24. And I'll roll to see if I surge. Okay. <laughs> I don't. <Okay. laughs> that also could have worked. Um, let's actually take it back to Bert in that case. Okay. Um, so, Bert, you are in the blacksmith shop. Uh, let's see. Here. We're still struggling. Yes. Uh, you are slap fighting with Eugene. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to cast command on him. Okay. Uh, he needs to do a wisdom saving throw. 12. Whew. That's, a, that's an L for him. I uh, leave. He says, "All right," and he uh, just starts walking out the door. <sighs> All right. <laughs> I uh, Bert kind of gathers himself, and then he leaves in the opposite direction. Okay. And he gets out his book and he starts writing with the whisper quill. Mm-hmm. Dear Mister Snack, I don't have any time to explain. Joe's taken over the whole town. You have to destroy the water tower. <laughs> And then I get out into the open part and see that the water tower has been destroyed. <laughs> you destroyed the water tower? <laughs> Bert, I did my duty. The gnolls stood no chance. They will never get water now. Well, you, you did it because that's how Joe was taking control of the whole town, right? Who is this Joe? Uh, you hear a terrible rumble inside the blacksmith shop, and you just hear, Bert, Bert, where are you? I've got you. I can help. Is Bert? Dave? Where are you? And he, like, steps outside and he says, Bert, I thought you were supposed to be in the blacksmith shop. Uh, why well, I left. How you feeling, Dave? Uh, I'm okay. And he holds up his little private canteen and he says, gotta be smart about these things. Oh, oh, great, great, great. <laughs> uh, yeah, Joe's taking over the whole town. Yeah, I think we're seeing evidence of that. And he points up at the water tower. Yeah, well, it shouldn't be a problem anymore. I mean, that's got to wear off. Right, but not for 24 hours or so. Well, the rest of my group is still scattered around town. We got to make sure they're okay. He uh, kind of like looks around uh, and he sees uh, Holly walking tw- uh, towards the water tower from the storehouse. Oh, great. Uh, Uli's at the tavern. Maybe you should go see if she's okay. Oh, no. Her brothers are there. Let's get back. Has anyone seen Tibio? He was at the ice house. We should make sure he didn't get uh, iced. Holly runs up. (sighs) She gets close enough now, and she's like, Oh, my God, did you see what happened to the water tower? Yeah, Dave just had a pretty good one, too. Oh, my God. Um, We're going to be in a lot of trouble for this one. By the way, the tower was being used for mind control. What? Yeah, Joe's already taken over everything in Hogwild. I don't know. In terms of property damage, the Tower of Magic was a lot worse than this. <laughs> That's true. It is kind of our calling card. Okay, well, let's go find Tibio. Now that we know we've been tricked. To the ice house. <laughs> and uh, when they get there, you guys see two gnolls that are staring down into this hatch. Well, there's other things up there too, right? Like hideous meat monsters. Uh, you you see hideous meat monsters that have been like butchered. Oh no! To pieces on the floor. <laughs> and the pieces are still trying I'm to gonna, crawl to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do a Constitution check. That's a good idea. Oh, this is no problem for me. Okay, good. <laughs> um, the best roll of the night for a unprompted <laughs> yeah. flavor roll. I am going to make a ranged spell attack with my chromatic orb. Mm-hmm. What's the purpose of the ball if you also have to cast a spell? What? There's no. Nope. The ball not is using the, the mirror ball. Oh, I the should item. use the mirror ball. Can I do that instead? I suppose. I'm gonna. Ca- I'm gonna. Th- I throw the mirror ball. <laughs> Thank you for being confused I about that. I thought that's what that was. No. That's a spell though. The pr- the pr- other chromatic orb. Chromatic orb. Chromatic yeah. orb is a spell. Okay, that's why I was confused. I throw the mirror ball. Okay. 
Do I still do a roll? Yeah, it's a, a roll to attack, and then that attack roll gets decreased as it bounces from person to person. Ten. Aww. Yeah, that's not a hit in the first place. Uh, so you throw the mirror ball, and it goes straight up, hits the ceiling, and comes back to your hand. Um, the rest of you at the entrance of the ice house. See the mirror ball? See the mirror ball pop up and orb. back down. What do you guys do? Sorry. Isn't that Tibio's ball that never works? <laughs> <laughs> Tibio, are you in there? Uh, please help. Oh, no. Um, Holly, uh, witch bolts one of the derpies. Okay. Who was out there speaking in jo- Joe's voice? One of the gnolls. Oh. Oh, I didn't know they could do that. Yeah, I mean, That's he, gross and he can take over their minds. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'll shoot a guiding bolt at I the have, other one. I have okay. to roll a hit on this one. Sure. Bolt buddies. Yeah. Bolt buddies. Let's roll at the same time. It is kind of like the good bolt and the evil bolt. <laughs> Dirty one. Dirty 20. Wow. Okay. Um, Bad bolt does it. Yeah. Uh, So Holly's witch bolt uh, just locks on to the front knoll and you can see it just sort of convulse Tibio. I'll get uh, the other one. (laughs) And Bert, you shoot yours and it just goes sailing out the back door like end of the night. Um, I think there's another knoll back there. (laughs) Do I have to do everything around here? If you don't mind. Are we? I'm not in combat, am I? I suppose you are, but you took your turn at the top of this round with the okay. with the mirror ball. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, yeah, roll your damage on your witch bolt. One d twelve damages two. So the uh, <laughs> Noel like brings its hands to its heart like it's gonna die, and then it kind of realizes it's actually not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then from the other side, where your guiding bolt had just sealed out, you guys see Dave take a couple steps in lock his eyes on the other knoll and strides into the place and takes a hack down with his cleaver. Yes. Ooh. Uh, that's a 19 to hit. Yes. Dave. Fuck uh, up, so that dude. is uh, 12 damage. Uh, you guys see Dave just kind of like walk up behind this one and it doesn't even turn around before he just kind of thoughtlessly takes his cleaver and like shoves it into its collarbone <laughs> once and then twice and then it just falls over dead and he looks up at the other one. Oh, wow. I want to try. Um, <laughs> Snack takes out his sick dagger and yeah. runs up and just uh, tries to stab, uh, like jumps on and like stabs in the collarbone. Nine to hit. Damn, that also doesn't hit. Uh, the knoll is convulsing from the witch bolt in such a way that it's hard for you to uh, get a good grip on him. My witch bolt is still intact too because it yeah. stays like connected to him yep. to keep hurting him. Every round. Because okay. it's like when one of our old cats tries to jump up on the couch <laughs> and they make it like barely halfway. Yeah. Um, I need help. I can't do anything. Beth has gone crazy. Mm. Ooh, sounds like she's in trouble. Yes, she asked me to go to the tavern. Um, There's a cannon. But then I came with you guys. A cannon. Why do they have a cannon in the tavern? It's Hogwild, baby. Am I still in danger? Or yeah. is that over? No, you're still in danger. Okay. There's is it my turn again? You. What's the Noel uh, doing? No, the Noel is going to take its turn. It uh, tries to hop over the trap door opening and uh, escape uh, Dave's way because there's fewer people that way. Do I get an attack of opportunity yes, as you it do. jumps above yes. me? That's how I order Just... my hamburgers at Wendy's. <laughs> Dave's way. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. You can... I do technically have a quarter stuff. Yeah, that that's I never true. use. I'm gonna try and hit it with a quarter staff. Okay. <laughs> Seven. Okay. Man, All right. So like, this eh. this Noel like hops over the trap door, and you see a little stick just fish around <laughs> trying to hit him. 
uh, it, uh, it runs by Dave, and Dave uses his reaction with the Sentinel feature to stop its movement. Yeah. And Dave. takes an opportunity okay. attack against it. Dave's a sad wet Another baby. Another solid beast. hit. That is 21. Jesus. Uh, that is 7 damage. Uh, so on top of your 2, this thing is almost dead. It is uh, crawling out the back door. Uh, Holly witch bolts it one more time. Yeah, okay. She's like, no, you don't. And she zaps him. For 1. 7. Okay, that's enough. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that time it convulses, falls to the ground, and it stops convulsing. Um, we must save Uli now. Snack must go. Yeah. Uh, Snack, you uh, fly to uh, the tavern, and the door is wide open. Uh, it's just been hanging open for a while. Uh, you see a cannon on the main counter, and you see Benth kind of like hiding behind the counter a little bit. And Barrett is on the floor. Uli, what is the urgency? Are you in danger? Uh, Benth, Benth got Joe. Barrett needs help. Is Joe. Bert around? Yes, Bert was around. He's asking me to do things. Well, could use Bert's healing abilities. Uh, Snack, Benth calls to you from behind the counter and says, uh, Snack, could you get me another cannon round? What? Don't listen to him. Um, but he, it's, it's a bar, Uli. It's rude to not do his bidding. Benth went crazy. He got Joe'd. Don't listen to him. Oh, that's rude. I don't have time for this, Benth. Sure, I will get this cannonball. And I walk up to the cannon and hop onto the bar counter. Mm -hmm. And then I try to, sleight of hand, pull out my rock rope. Okay. I don't know why I forced myself into a roll here. (laughs) (laughs) Based on how things have been going. So 12 for that? Yeah, 11. All right. And then I'm going to just (laughs) jump at him and then... Try to wrap him with the rope. Okay, give me a contested grapple. With advantage, because he was stealthy about it, Can I see this happening? Yeah, you can see it happening. Okay. I would like to bend luck for snack. Okay. To give him a plus d4. Nice. 15. All right. 17. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So Benth fights against you, and uh, you're not, you kind of like spring at him with this rope outstretched, trying to like, you know, bind him. And he kind of like holds it taut uh, against you in that sort of classic, like, I'm trying to choke you, you're trying to choke me sort of standoff. (laughs) And uh, he's able to sort of fend you off. Uh, The rest of the party is not far behind, but Uli has the priority here. What do you want to do? Grapple Benth. Okay. (laughs) Go ahead. Do I get any sort of advantage because Snack is also Yeah, to? I'd say you do because, yeah, he's being harried by Snack. <laughs> More like scalied. <laughs> Sorry. I rolled two nines. Furried. Um, Twelve. Thirteen. Shit, man. <laughs> uh, so he, like, pushes Snack away from him, and then you come over to the counter and jump on him, and he's, like, kicking up at you trying to keep you off. Uh, the rest of the party uh, appears at the front door. Uh, what do you guys do? There's a literal, like, dust cloud in behind the bar, and you see, like, fists popping out of it and going back in. Help! I have, I have an action I can do if I can go again. Or uh, let's see if anybody's got anything else. I'm going to run over to... Barrett? Barrett. And heal him. Okay. Yeah, he's... Is he unconscious? Or? He's not unconscious. He, uh, he is preoccupied with his wounds, though. Okay. I'll give him a little healing word and help him to his feet. Okay help a big half work to his feet yeah <laughs> he is healed for four hit points okay yep that's enough to uh get him standing up with a little confidence here well let's bring it back to snack then so we're wrestling yeah um i do my best uh surprised expression 
um, and using Minor Illusion, I'm making the image of a miniature drider, and I said, Ah, oh, is that a drider? Okay. Um, try to scare him. Uh, intimidation, then? Mm, try to startle him. It's even better than my golden barrel distraction. <laughs> Are you, uh, let's see here. I mean, is the avenue, though, through deception or through intimidation? Deception. I don't think it's, like, uh, intimidating. Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. like, kind okay. of a startle. Sure, okay. Yeah. Deception, then. <laughs> Like a minute ago when you said, oh, I have something I can do. <laughs> is this it? This is it. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do. Okay. Uh, Let's see it. This was planned. <laughs> Are these dice right? Can we, just, can we just call this episode, this is the one where we all rolled bad every time? I rolled good this time. Yeah. So. so my total is 17. Okay. Oh, damn. Uh, as luck would have it, um, Benth is terrified of spiders uh he looks over and sees it and you hear him just like shriek (laughs) and like crab walk backs away from this whole tussle uh and then stands up and then the moment he turns around into a sprint barrett is standing there with an arm outstretched and just clotheslines him and just like sends him to the ground and pins him and he says that's enough brother and pins him to the ground brother cool i thought you said everyone was under a spell don't we have to why is he yeah what about barrett yeah, he's uh, he's immune, I guess. I am immune. Also, would the beer that we drank earlier make us be under the spell? No, that's actually how I figured out what was happening. You see, there's a man in town who only drinks alcohol and never water. He wasn't charmed. Who is this man? He's just a drunkard. <laughs> <laughs> just a regular. But he was the canary in the coal mine, if you will. Wow. Is it, does the alcohol, like, negate the effects? It just wasn't made with the same water. Uh. But, uh, Benth here, he's under Joe's control. I'm afraid so. Snack is confused. I have not been scolded for my explosions. We've overtaken this bar. I am also confused. Is Joe's here? I thought that we were being decked by nose. I don't know if Joe's here, but he's taking over the town. You hear Dave take a couple of heavy footsteps across the room and he says, Joe is here. His control only goes out about a thousand feet or so. He's nearby, but I don't know where. Hmm. Any ideas, Brent? I thought they both left town. I was hoping you would know. Oh yeah, apparently Emery was here. Looking for Joe? That's what I assume. Did uh, Joe leave down before Emery, or the other way around? Joe left first, and Emery came the next day. Uli, you've got a way to keep tabs on Emery, right? Can you tell where he is? My eyes go out of focus. Uh, You kind of like spin around and look for a signal for the ring. You see it's very close. It's actually down towards the lake, right at the shore. Uh, well... That's probably not a good sign, but Emery is by the lake. Do we think that that means that Joe is also by the lake? That's hard to say. I think it's going to be easier to find Emery than Joe, and Emery might be able to help us as much as I don't like to say it. Help us? No. Like, we've given that douchebag, excuse my French, so many chances. He can't, uh... I don't like it either, (laughs) but we have a common enemy here. Yeah, we did let him go with the... 
stipulation that he would find Joe and take care of it. Well, how do we know they haven't banded up? They're probably best buds. There is no way that they, he would. Emery has you changed think, his heart. You think Emery would have a friend? Holly looks skeptically <laughs> um, at Tibio, like... Mm, he... All he wants is to defeat Joe and move on with his life. I do not think that he would jeopardize that. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, Emery can help us if he's on our side, or he'll be with Joe, and I guess that's our target. Then that's two big bads to worry about at the same time. Emery will be on our side. I believe it. Emery has never been on our side. He just didn't want to die. Maybe we have never been on his side. I'm counting mm. on Emery not not being on our side. What? Uh, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> um, Uli, how's your magic? Do you have any left? I mean, I can I can still do some. I can't do a lot. Hold on, I think. Do you remember that fizzy blue drink that Benth made for you? And the Uli Cooley? <laughs> we like still when we were kids? Yeah, we still have a few left over here. Uh, he uh, <clears throat> reaches into that same special cupboard that earlier Benth had pulled a glowing uh, yellow uh, brew out of, but he pulls out um, like a few little tiny jars. If any of you need extra magic, you can drink these. It should restore a little bit. Holly grabs it out of his hand and downs it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Ooh. These are old, right? Like pre-water tower situation oh yeah okay then yeah down the hatch <laughs> holly already finished hers. yeah i want to try something um i didn't have third level magic last time we dealt with joe so <laughs> let me give this a shot uh i'm gonna put my hands on benth and cast remove curse oh okay Ooh. what happened uh nothing actually um uh, what he is affected by is not a curse at all okay Oh, it's worth a shot. Uh, Benth is, however, very scared <laughs> when you go to do that, but then realizes that it's no issue to him at all, and then he just kind of laughs at you. Being that this is Joe who's seeing through Ben's eyes right now, uh, kind of locks on to the Uli Coolies that you're all drinking. He takes attentive notice of the potion and goes, huh, as you all kind of quaff your drinks. Uh, whoever does uh, regains six spell slots. I was very nearly out of spells. I've been busy today. And now I know that particular third level spell is useless. I don't need to recover those. Though. Yeah, maybe you should just stop drawing your spells away. Barrett. No, just kidding. <laughs> Barrett says, whatever you do, we have to act quickly. What gives the spells out if it doesn't get used? Okay. <laughs> Might as well not have them. Yeah. <laughs> Barrett looks down at Benth and says, he's gathering information. Everything we say, he's using against us. Snack, can you rock him up? Yes, I can. And unfortunately, he probably saw my drider trick. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll get him next time. <laughs> I, ra- I wrap him up with uh, rock rope uh, yeah. over his eyes. Okay, yeah. And then say rock rope. So, we agree we're all leaving town together. <laughs> you hear, ha ha. Did you buy that? <laughs> <clears throat> oh, no. Bidet. Snack gets out of the bar and just goes running. <laughs> um, Dave uses Sentinel to stop your movement as you're leaving the bar, and he says, I understand you're concerned, but it's dangerous. I wouldn't go out there alone. Bidet's out there alone. <laughs> uh, he looks around the group and he says, Who is Bidet? Dude, don't ask. I, I thought we left Bidet at my parents. I can't remember, did we? 
We must check on him, Uli, and then and then real quick, we'll then we'll go back to what we're doing. Uh, Uli, that reminds me. I know your parents' estate is a little outside of town, but do they use the same water supply? I would assume they have a well. That's a relief. Wait, are we talking about this in front of Joe? Or sorry, ben. well, you are now. Yeah, it's too late now. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I just told you guys he's using all this against you. Um, Holly's gonna grab some candle wax from a candle nearby and make little earplugs and roll them up real quick um, while they're having this conversation. Mm. And then she's gonna like cool them, like, and then uh, stick them in his ears. Um, well, that's cheap. And this is gonna just... hurt later when you pull this out, but your ear loops <laughs> will be beautiful. Um, and then uh, she is going to. To uh, put a tablecloth over his face. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he is. He is uh, numbed to all senses. Sorry, Benth. He can't hear you. I'll just pat him on the head. He flinches. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just put him up in the closet here, and we'll come get him later when it's all safe. Right, uh, Barrett. You don't have to come with us. As much as I want to, Uli, I'm not as strong as you. Well, we all knew that. We'll be okay. We'll hold down the fort, but I don't think we're going to be leaving this bar. We're just going to defend ourselves as long as we can. Please hurry back. Why don't you take one of these stoppy talkies? But keep in mind that Law can still hear us, too. That's a good idea. Yeah. Fine, I'll give it. <laughs> I, I, I toss mine over. Okay. Um, how about you guys go into the, uh, the basement? Yeah, that's a good idea. Holly's going to pull aside Dave before you can go downstairs, and she says... Dave, I understand you want to help the people here in the bar, but I think Joe really affected you and your hometown and everything with your brother. Don't be afraid to stand up to him if you need to with us. We'll support you. If I saw Joe, I'd crush him where he stands. I just... I understand my value is here right now. Barrett is not equipped to defend himself. Sure, sure. I'm just saying. If you want to join the cause and be on the front lines. We could use someone with your strength. I appreciate it, but I can feel it in my bones. My brother is nowhere around here. Okay. Thanks, Dave. Take care of my brothers, please. Um, yeah, they uh, retreat into the basement. They actually uh, lead you down there as well, and uh, they show you one of those secret entrances that all the patrons escaped through earlier uh, leads kind of down this rocky cliff uh, out towards the lake shore to give you guys kind of a, a private escape out of this place. Um, this must be new. <laughs> <laughs> or they just never let you in on the secret. Yeah. Can I cast an armor spell before we get down to the lake? Sure. Arma Agatha, as we're walking down the tunnel, um, Holly's going to cast it. I guess I'll do Blade Ward then. Okay. Is that also an hour? Well, no. Okay. I'll just consistently cast. It's a cantrip, oh, so I'll just sure. like keep cracking my knuckles so you uh you go down these uh kind of makeshift stone steps uh that turn into just dirt switchbacks uh that get you down to the water and uli you hone in right on emery's ring uh it is on a sapling branch that is hanging out over the water i need everybody to make an investigation check nat 20 holly also has water walk so i'm wondering if we could play into that because she could cast it to walk out and go grab the ring uh, yeah, so, yeah, Holly, you just kind of casually cast Water Walk as you step out onto the, the water in these kind of shallow, lapping waves against the shore. And uh, you grab the ring off the branch and just kind of pull it. And uh, you can see in the moonlight, in the clear water of the lake, there is some kind of structure under the water here. 
Uh, you can see right where the uh, the shore meets the water that there's some kind of uh, concrete or like masonry fixture that goes down into the water. There's something in the lake here as Holly reaches up to grab the ring um, and she looks down into the water to see if she can see anything. I feel like she doesn't have a light spell or anything. You have a storm light that can't be put up by water. I do? Is that a item? Yeah, it's a magic... Just a magic item I gave you guys. Sorry. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you took it and like stuff it in your. That's maybe part of the problem is that Hannah takes everything and says we'll distribute these later and just hides yeah. them hey, in the astral plane. I Doesn't want it? that ring back. That's my ring. After Holly grabs the ring, uh, she can see something in the water um, below, and she pulls the stormlight out of her pack of privacy. Mm-hmm. She lights it up. I don't know how it works. I've never used it before. But is it just a really bright light? Yeah, it's like a, a magic light that just never fades for any reason. Um, I'm imagining it kind of like a medieval flashlight made of like wood or something, like a torch. <laughs> okay. Um, and she like it like kind of sputters at first, and so like a flashlight would. And so mm-hmm. she kind of like, oh, come on, this thing, and she hits the back of it to get the get it to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of a sudden, a bright beam of light spreads out in front of her into yeah. the water. And all of you can see after that uh, when she points it down that there's this uh, stoneworked opening underwater about 10 feet or so guys there's something down there i know that emery didn't take off his ring just to abandon it he he wanted to still be here he wanted to lead us here i feel like i remember him saying as soon as he found joe he was gonna drop it somewhere also would i know what this structure is having grown up here um yeah you were told like not to swim around here because there's a suction to it that is the water tower intake Oh, when I cast Water Walk, I can cast it on 10 willing creatures at the same time. Okay. So you all can walk on water, too. (laughs) Cool. I'll be like, you guys, you can come out here with me. It's going to be okay. Just trust. She just, like, pranks Snack. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) Just trust me. (laughs) Also, if we're water walking over it, does it suck us in? No, no. Okay. Um, Yeah, this is the water tower intake. I'm pretty sure this is how he was dosing the whole thing uh looking down with the stormlight holly you can see that there has been an iron bar of sorts that is uh propping open the grate the entrance to this thing somebody has intentionally left the grate wide open oh man water dungeon i think that (laughs) emery wanted us to go down here i think that joe went down here yeah but how the hell do we get down there does it connect to is there anything in between here and the water tower? Is it just pipes? I'm, I'm pretty sure there's some sort of pump system. You should have paid more attention in your civics class. <laughs> oh, civics? No, we didn't. <laughs> we were homeschooled. <laughs> oh. Um, Farm kids. How far, or how far down did you say it was, Tim? About 10 feet. Oh, so it's not that far. Yeah. I could erupt that earth and make it open up more. <laughs> just destroy everything in and around. Tibio jumps in. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tibia, you jump in and the uh, stormlight is still beaming down so that you can see the opening to this thing. When you get close, you don't feel any suction. It's not like ripping you in or anything. You can just see this long tunnel that leads down underwater. Yeah. I take out the mallet and I smack it on my knee. Okay. And summon Tibia back. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Tibia, you appear above the water. Tibia, that is Ah! dangerous. (laughs) 
Whatever. Snack, I'm trying to follow Emery and make our way to Joe. We need to stop this. Oh, I see. We should all go then, too. How? Yes. Okay. I and I tap idea. the mallet again. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 Take I, a breath. I do alter self to be swimmy. Um, and I pull out my rope. And if if any of you want to follow the leader, <laughs> we can all hold on to this rope. Wait, how are we going to breathe under there? You can just hold, hold your breath. Holding my breath. I can breathe. Once we get in the tunnel, it's How air. long is that tunnel? Do you want me to <laughs> scope it out? Yeah. That okay. seems good. Okay. <laughs> I'll do that. I'm like, where is air? <laughs> <laughs> Are you using the walkie-talkie? <laughs> I was trying to do underwater. <laughs> you do better then. <laughs> I think there's a Wookiee down there. <laughs> <laughs> I swim down the hole. You pass Tibio, who's like... Yeah, Tibio's kind of right at the entrance, holding himself down at the edge of the tunnel. And uh, Uli, you swim forward. It's about 100 feet underwater, before, and it slopes up the entire way and then until you can kind of uh, break the surface in uh, a large uh, subterranean pool. I don't like this. And it's, yeah, it's, it's dark in there, and you can hear, like, falling, dripping water, and there's this large array of pipes off to your left kind of sticking into the water. No sign of anybody? No, there is a, uh, a rickety iron ladder that leads straight up alongside the pipes, though. I swim back. Okay. Uh, it's kind of a long swim, but there's a place to stop and then a ladder. Uh, I have come up to the boy. surface since then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, you think we can do it, early? I mean, how long can you hold your breath? I really didn't want to have to do this. And Holly uh, starts to take off her dress. And she is just, because she can't swim in a dress, she'll yeah. drown. Yeah. Um, so she is just wearing bloomers and like a little white tank top and like her boots button up, you know, to her knees. <laughs> and she's like, don't look, Bert. I'm not. And then she dives gracefully into the water. Okay. All right. Well, uh... you can hold on to my back if you want. Oh, is that weird? No. I'd like to do that. Okay. Snack, how about you? I guess I start loosening my loincloth. I, like, grab you by the scruff and I dive in. Okay. Oh, hold your breath. (laughs) I use my feet bones as propellers. (laughs) (laughs) Just spinning. Fuck yeah. Uh, I'm going to have you all make a, uh, except for Uli doesn't need to, um, make a constitution check with advantage. 17. 22. 22. 23. Wow. Hell yeah. Wow. Advantage. Crushed it. Okay. <laughs> so you all kind of emerge in that subterranean pool and you can smell this uh, just like dampness and iron. Um, and uh, yeah, you all surface one by one, taking a gasp for air as you do. And uh, you see a rickety iron ladder uh, that is right next to these pipes that seem to be the pipes that suck water from the lake directly up towards the water tower. So are we under the water tower now? Mm, yeah, p- probably. Well, I guess we just go up this ladder. Did we just leave town just to come back to town? I mean, we were following the signs. And I can't track Emery anymore, so... Um, Holly gives Uli back the ring. This place is uh, familiar. Uh, snack... Walks around and investigates the general area besides the rescue ladder. Yeah, so uh, ladder, of course, um, snack about 30 feet up. There is a ledge that leads to like a hallway. 
that you can see. So it kind of like your vision just cuts off at that at that ledge, and you can see that there's a way forward. Uh, but you also investigate those pipes, and uh, you notice that um, there is like an occasional like suction to them when the water tower needs to refill, which it's trying to do right now. Um, I would like to check for curses and dark magic in the area. Mm-hmm. I get a four. Okay. Uh, I will say you can sense darkness, period. Okay. Um, like the phenomenon? Around, yeah. <laughs> it is dark in no here. The absence of light. Well, I guess I'm going to go up this ladder and see if I can see anything else. Okay. Be careful, Holly. Uh, Holly, you get about halfway up. You see uh, a face appear for just a split second over the edge, and you're not sure who it is, but you think it's Joe. You see a brown leather boot, like, touch the top of the ladder and give it a kick. Mm. And you feel, Holly, the ladder start to list backwards away from the wall. Can, can us at the bottom catch it? Uh, leverage is kind of weird, but you can try to stabilize it, yeah. Holly's going to try to, like, wiggle it Walk forward it okay. to, like, push it back towards, use the weight. Yeah. Give that a it. shot with disadvantage, Holly, for also mm-hmm. having the lower half of the ladder being in water. And and you roll an athletics check to try to stabilize the ladder from beneath. Fourteen. Eleven. Okay. Uh, so, Holly, your efforts don't go very well, but Uli, you are able to uh, kind of give her a little stability so that she doesn't, like, fall backwards and hurt herself. You sort of lean the ladder backwards against the opposite wall so that she's at least, like, comfortably hanging there and can just drop back into the water. Mm. Snack flies up and grabs the top of the ladder and tries to, like... <laughs> Push it forward. Yeah, Yeah. move it back to where it was. Okay. Yeah, you uh, start shoving the ladder forward to try to place it back up against that that worked stone wall. And as you do, you see Joe at the far end of this hallway, up, like, above on that ledge. Uh, You can see that there's a door at the end of this. Uh, You also see two kobolds that are right next to him, and he is kneeling down and speaking with the kobolds. And then he thrusts at both of them these little iron spikes, and he seems to be stabbing them. He just thrusts the spikes into each of them. Hmm. And then they both fall to the ground and they start squirming and convulsing and you see little flashes of white light. Holly, you best come up here. I don't understand. Holly finishes scrambling up the ladder. You uh, crest the top of this ledge, Holly, and you see Joe opening this door so that he can step inside. These kobolds are are squirming on the ground and you can see their teeth are getting sharper and their bodies are getting much longer and larger and scaly and horned you hear joe call back to you and he says why couldn't you just stay away why couldn't you just let me do what i needed to jog long uh and you hear as the door closes and uh, as he slides a lock into place. I misty step up to the ledge. Okay. Holly's, can she identify what the creatures are that Joe turned the, the kobolds into? Yeah, give me a, um, a knowledge nature check. <laughs> Is that wisdom? Int. Int? Well, the same. 13. You don't recognize them by the look of them, but you do understand what they are when it starts happening to you. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, 17. Okay. Holly, as these large, almost um, like prehistoric 
crocodilian figures stare back at you, you start to understand what they are as you feel your body start to freeze up. This thing locks its eyes onto you and its yellow gaze peers into your soul and it growls deep. Basilisk. 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 Waka waka waka. And yes, they are basilisks. However, you've resisted its gaze at this moment and you avert your eyes. <gasps> Don't look at them. Don't look at them, Snack. <clears throat> How can we hit them then? Just look at their feet. I need everybody to roll initiative. Don't look at what what's happening up there. <laughs> oh, I don't like it. Seventeen. Jesus. A middle and twelve. Four. I got an eighteen. I got an eighteen. The two people <laughs> at the bottom of the ladder are ready to yeah. ready to move. <laughs> uh, what are your dex modifiers? One. One. Score. What are your dex scores? Thirteen. Twelve. Nope. Twelve. Hey. Oh. <laughs> Just so you know, audience, everyone everyone on Tim's side rolled a nat one. Oh, no. <laughs> All, right. All the bad boys. Uh, it's going to go Uli, Bert, Snack, Tib, Holly, Basilisk, Basilisk. Bacalic, bacalic, bacalic. Bacalic, bacalic. That's what I call it. Can them. I try and dolphin jump out of the water? Not 30 feet. <laughs> but up to the rung. I'd say you can, I, you can always try. Would that count as my action? No, it's your movement. You know, a okay. dolphin might be able to jump 30 feet. I guess. I'm just trying to get as much movement out of my movement. At least a Sea world stuff. She is not a dolphin. No, no, she's not, yeah. I, yeah. Okay, how do I try that? Uh, let's, let's fold in an acrobatics check into your movement here. Nat 20. Oh my god. Oh, wow. She okay. so, yeah. all the yeah, way okay. So Uli swims to the bottom of this reservoir um, and then uh, Bert does this and Uli jumps up. Yeah. What did he do? He free, puts, free Uli. Yeah, he puts his fists up in the air. Bert just throws a fist into the air and, and Uli, I uh, see her swim to the very bottom and then just rock it up with that full body wiggle and uh, this spray of water erupts from, from the reservoir as she just flies 30 feet into the air and lands on the ledge. <laughs> I free uli it. Like a fish out of water, Uli, you are just flopping around on the ledge up there. Holy crap. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to close my eyes. Uh, yes. Um, so the thing with basilisks, at the start of each of your turns, um, if you can see it, you have to make a constitution saving throw. Um, all attacks must be made as if you can't see the target. So even if you can see it, you still have to attack. So say you do the con save. Yep, and you succeed it, you still can't. So I have to make a saving throw? Uh, you're just rolling a constitution save. All right. Oh, shit, they got eight legs, too. Ugh. Ew. That's too many legs. Yuck. I'm going to use Tides of Chaos to give myself advantage on my saving throw. Okay. That's better. 18. Oh, yeah. You save from that. Yeah, so you avert your eyes in time to not be stolen by the gaze. I'm not stolen. Okay. So I'm just not looking them in the eyes or not looking at them at all? You can't look at them at all. So you have to make attacks as if you couldn't see them, which is disadvantage. Okay. So if it's if it's something that I don't have to roll for, like magic missile, right? Yeah. It's creatures that I can see within range. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I would have to still allow that. And there are two of them? Yes. I'm going to swing both my fists and cast it at a third level. Five bolts. Five bolts. I would try and go for both of them. Yeah. So give me your first three. Twelve. Okay. And your last two. Four. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, you uh, literally close your eyes and just start swinging your arms. Mm. I'm like windmilling. Yeah, and you can feel it connect with these uh, scaly beasts a couple times. Okay. And you can hear some guttural grunts as you impact them. Sweet. Uh, next up is Bert. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Do the basilisk's powers work because they can see us? Or is it something about them? Like, if they were blind, could they still affect us? If their eyes were closed, the effect would be negated. Yeah, it, it's beholding their open eyes that causes the effect, is my ruling okay. anyway. Okay, so they don't even have to necessarily be looking directly at you. It's just that you can see their right. eyes. Right, so they could affect multiple people because of that. Right, yeah. okay, that makes sense. Is that every turn? At the beginning of each of your turns, if you can see them, you'll always have to roll that. Rip out their eyeballs. So, uh, sounds like we got a couple basilisks up there. Yes. Yeah, two, I think. Two of them? I didn't really look. All right, uh, don't look at them. Good luck, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm casting Bless on everybody. Nice. Bless, bless, bless. Add a d4, d4 to any attack roll or saving throw. Um, is that it, Bert? I'm staying at the bottom of the ladder. Okay. <laughs> uh, snack, uh, at the beginning of your turn, uh, as I recall, you are at the top of the ledge. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so you need to make your con save against these basilisks. Natural one. Woof. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, Snack, you are restrained. Uh, at the beginning of your next turn, you'll make another one, uh, at which you'll be petrified if you fail. Mm, I don't like this. Do I get to make an t- action? Uh, let me check restrained really quick. Speed becomes zero. Um, attack rolls have advantage. Your attacks have disadvantage. Disadvantage on dex saving throws. That's it. Snack casts darkness. Okay. Uh, yeah, the uh, tunnel up here uh, falls into darkness, and you can no longer see. Well, you can see, but others can no longer see the basilisks. And Snack has his eyes closed. Okay. Is that it, Snack? Snack is afraid. Okay. Are you flying or standing? I was holding onto the ladder, um, okay. hovering, probably. Okay. So. But so still attached to the ladder, though? Yeah. Okay. Uh, which is correctly in place, so you guys could use that to ascend again. Um, it is Tibio's turn, and then Holly. Okay, and we're in darkness, so I don't have to do the check? Correct. Yep. Uh, I just looked it up, and the spell to reverse petrification is a six-level wizard spell. Oh, boy. (laughs) We're almost there. (laughs) I'm going to cast magic missile at fourth level. The problem is before, you could at least, like, peek at its toe and, like, choose that as a magic missile attachment point or something. Right now, you literally can't see them at all. Yeah, it does say that you can see within range. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm going to say that you you can't uh, lock on with magic missile right now. Okay, never mind. Um, I'm going to cast web at them. Okay. Oh, that's good. Each creature that starts its turn in the webs or that enters them during its turn must make a dex saving throw. On a failed save, the creature's restrained as long as it remains in the webs or until it breaks free. Okay, cool. Um, next up is Holly. Also, my friends, the webs are flammable. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Um, Holly pulls three nutshells out of her pocket. And she is going to cast Confusion. Those are the components for Confusion. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's actually a 10-foot sphere, sphere, mm. radius sphere. Can't say words. Um, what did I say? 10-foot spear. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, reach out and poke them. Uh, okay. A 10-foot sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> they have to succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Wow. They both rolled a five. Yeah, hmm. that fails. Yep. Equally wise. Okay. Anything else out of you, Holly? So I have movement left, basically, still? Yeah. 
If it's a 10-foot sphere, I would have moved first. They're, the basilisks are a good deal away from yeah, you Yeah, I was going to say, I think they're a little bit further back. Was there pipes kind of on one side of this area? Okay, she's going to try to kind of go near the pipes. Uh, so you've got like a, a run of pipes, like a whole mass of them off to your left, and then like uh, open space off to your right that's meant for walking. Okay, Holly's gonna go um, towards the wall side. She's gonna just like shuffle along because she's a she wants to like get bearings in the mm -hmm. darkness. Mm -hmm. So she's gonna try to move slowly to find the wall and then just like flatten up against the wall because she doesn't want to just be right near this edge that she could fall off okay. at any moment. Nice. <laughs> sure. Uh, so at the beginning of their turns, uh, the first basilisk uh, rolls a confusion check. <laughs> what does a three do, Holly? The creature doesn't move or take actions this turn. Okay. <laughs> the basilisk just sits tight. Um, the other basilisk goes. What does an eight do, Holly? The creature uses its action to make a melee attack against a randomly determined creature within its reach. Thanks, Holly. Um, <laughs> the uh, basilisk. I'm, re I'm reading from a book Bert wrote. Yeah. <laughs> it's just an audiobook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, they also have to dex save because i cast web on them excellent okay it's all it's called the art of confusion <laughs> uh so let's do a dex save for that first one that skipped it here they roll a four they are restrained mm -hmm. uh the second one that is going now uh rolls a 12 what does that do for him See? does not does succeed okay Fails. so also restrained also restrained okay uh they're thanks. restrained and confused yeah Thankfully, uh, that one is actually pretty much like butted up against the other. Uh, Great. And it still takes a chomp out of it. Um, uh, it does have disadvantage uh, for the darkness. None of us know any of this. Oh, Snack knows. This We're just happening. hearing noises in the dark. <laughs> uh, so it misses with it, with its attack uh, with the darkness in the room, but you hear it take a big chomp, and you can hear them like hissing at each other, Snack, and see them that they're like trying to attack each other. Uh, next up at the top of the round, we're back to Uli. Uli. You lie. Sweet. Okay, how long is the hallway? Uh, like roughly 30 feet or so. So I'm going to feel my way towards them. And when I get to them, I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. And they have to make a con save. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, con save, damn. I'm also going to roll to see if I surge. Wow. I don't. Does Uli get stuck in the web? I'm sick of this. Huh? Ooh. I mean, but you wouldn't know it's even there. Yeah, so well, you're just kind of charging forward in the darkness. Uh, give me a, um, a deck save. She was slowly going against the wall, but... Uh, that is a 19. Hey! hey. Yay! Yes. I didn't yes. even have to use my bless. Cool. She knows right. how to step around Tibio's webs. Yeah. And like... you uh, erupt with a thundering <laughs> wave. Um, they scored an 11 and a 12, respectively. They both fail. Fantastic. So they take 2d8 okay. thunder and are pushed 10 feet away from me. Okay. They can't move. They're restrained. Well, they can't move voluntarily. That's 10, 10 damage. Okay. And I don't know how that works with web. I, are they just like whipped around in the webs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they are they just kind of yeah get tossed, um, but they're still as restrained, if not worse, than they were to begin with. Okay. Uh, next up is Bird again. How's it looking up there? I'm, I'm coming up. I'm coming up. I'm coming up. All right. <laughs> Gotta open my eyes. <laughs> it's oh, dark. I see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I swear I opened them. 
Uh, we still got two masses down there, okay? Uh, I'm going to shoot this guiding bolt and see what happens. Perfect. Let the DM decide, because <laughs> I really don't know. Yeah, just don't roll low, that's all. <laughs> 19. Wow. All right. Yeah. Nails. Uh, is a disadvantage though. Eighteen. <laughs> All right. Still hits. It's magic. So does it light up magical yes. darkness? I, w- I would say even through the magical darkness, you can see the outline of this thing and nothing else. Okay. A- after impacted by the guiding bolt. Uh, cool. So attacking oh, that gosh. one, you will no longer have disadvantage on, even though it can't see you. Is it like so? Is- yeah. So it normally gives you advantage. So it's just. Just a straight Normally, attack from now yeah. on. Yep. Okay, great. Like when it's super dark, but you can still kind of see your hand in mm-hmm. front of your face. But now we have to roll it. Oh, save. Pretty good. You can't see its eyes. You can see its outline. Oh, okay. Um, cool. Six, <laughs> 16. 16 damage? Yep. Nice. Damn. What All right. was that? Hell yeah. Guiding bolt. Uh, you hear that one kind of croak as it is uh, becoming it's like fire, bloodied. Fireball Junior. Yeah. The clerics. Bloodied. Um, next up is uh, Snack. Yeah, I did mention I closed my eyes. Yeah, um, uh, unfortunately, you still need to make uh, a Constitution saving throw. The effect oh, has begun. Right. Okay. Even through your witch eyes. There's, there's nothing I have. You have bless. You have bless. You do have bless. It's an extra D4, I believe. Okay. Okay. Twenty-one. Okay. Yeah. Snack, you take a deep breath and exhale, and you see dust coming out of your mouth. And you feel your lungs getting tight and dry, and you just cough up some crumbles and resist the effect and shake it off. And you are safe. The effect is gone from you. Um, Take your turn. Snack immediately uh, goes from fear to just anger and hatred. And he uh, flies over and um, casts fire breath at the basilisks okay yeah nice and me. <laughs> yeah and that web is flammable yeah. <laughs> so deck save against that attack okay uh they both have disadvantage on deck saves we have a nat one hmm. two nat ones oh, okay. on disadvantage oh, that's amazing they both had disadvantage oh. but they both that rolled natural ones go to jail <laughs> well i'm fine with the dm well yeah you can have day. a bad day uh so 10 damage uh, what happens with the web, though? Uh, those webs also uh, just start on fire. Um, Tibio, give me an extra 2d6 on top of Snack's attack. It has 2d4 as the fire damage. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Let's do yeah. 2d4. Sorry about that. Guys, it's getting kind of hot up here. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. yeah. Does Uli get affected by all Uli, this? I'm going to say you take half of Tibio's fire damage. Okay. None of Snack's. So it's 2d4 to each. <laughs> oh, shoot. Two. Okay. Snack, uh, you can see the the kind of black and white flames licking up all over here as these things are rolling and trying to escape what they are (laughs) literally bound to. You can see the webs melting against their skin as they cry out in agony. Uh, Next up is Tibio. And Tibio, you can can still see the outline of the more injured one. Okay. I'm a magic missile it. Okay, perfect. There you go. (laughs) Um, Finally. I'm going to cast magic missile at third level okay five bolts 17 <laughs> snack uh through the darkness uh you can see these uh bolts impact this thing and it's starting to take uh chunks out of its skull uh you can see that its jaw is actually being worn away oh. by uh, some of these attacks it can no longer bite in fact it only has an upper jaw um holly it is your turn 
I guess I still can only see the outline of the other basilisk. Mm -hmm. uh, so basilisk. <laughs> I'm gonna cast erupting earth on the one I can see. Okay. But it goes in a twenty foot cube. Yeah. Okay. Oh no. Good God. That's we're that we're in a tunnel. How far did you say it was? Well, I mean, there's just the inherent risk of collapsing the entire structure over you guys, but go ahead. Mm -hmm. We're, in, we're underground. we your friends. It's happening. It's too late now. <laughs> Jesus. This, this top's, this top's uh, using it to block our way with the... Uh, oh, yeah, the wagon. <laughs> we were fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Holly pulls a black crystal that she can't even see, but she can tell by the texture of her crystal. She knows mm -hmm. which one it is. Mm -hmm. um, it's also her smallest one, and it's a piece of obsidian. Mm. Um, and she points it towards the one basilisk she can see and says kaboom and uh <laughs> it just erupts the earth around it um and makes a huge mess okay each creature in that area must make a dexterity saving throw i feel like uli well uli and snack are close right yeah, yeah. they're all going to be affected equally uh <laughs> the basilisks roll a nine and eleven this is a dex save yep that should my spell save is 14. 14. I failed. Okay. When I said do your worst, <laughs> I didn't mean bury us. Uh, that so was all the encouragement I needed. Lily makes the save. Yeah. Snack does not. Let's see the damage on that one. Um, it's 3d12. Uh, Uli, you take half of it. 3d12 bludgeoning damage. It could be 3 damage. So 13. I take 6 damage. And then the Basilisks both take 13 damage. Uh, the basilisk that was outlined, uh, Snack, you have a front row seat. The erupting earth goes off directly beneath this thing, and you can see uh, bricks launch through this thing's abdomen and hit against the ceiling as it is just eviscerated and torn in half by the erupting earth. Uh, the other one is blasted sidelong against the wall and is uh, beyond bloodied itself. However, it is still confused. <laughs> and uh, restrained. I can't tell if you're... <laughs> no longer oh, no. restrained. It burned away. Uh, right. Seven for the confusion roll. Uh, makes a melee attack against a randomly determined creature within its reach. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, we're going to go above 10 for snack. It is 9. That is Uli. Um, <laughs> it's better that it was you. Yeah. an attack with disadvantage in the darkness. Uh, that is a 12 plus 5 is 17. Damn, yeah, that hits. Okay. What is it? What kind of attack is it doing? Uh, a foul, diseased mouth attack. Oh, Ew. gross. Mm. Just dirty mouth. Damn, uh, that is 13 piercing damage and seven poison damage Ugh. for 20 total. Okay. Um, Bit by a basilisk. What does the poison do? Nothing, actually. It's just the, the class of damage. Oh, okay. Uh, it is back to Uli, actually. Uli, did I hit you? I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of did. I didn't know you were there. I mean, I did say do your worst. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to magic missile again. Okay. Um, Is this one visible? Oh, it's actually not. With the magical darkness, yeah. I took damage, so I should roll a concentration. I didn't do that for the dark. I, no. Yeah, I succeeded. Okay. <laughs> okay. Then I'm not going to magic missile. Mm -hmm. I am going to feel for the last one. Okay. Oh, you feel it. Oh, I feel it. It just bit you. Yeah, it just bit you. It's still attached to you. <laughs> um, well, then I'm going to 
grab it by the face. Mm-hmm. I would say you could magic missile it if you're touching it, which oh. you are. I, I yeah, forgot that you were just attacked by it. Is my arm like in its mouth or something? Pretty much. I mean, you were just bit by it. Yeah. I just want to magic missile down its throat then. Yeah. Okay. Um, Especially being that your magic mm, missiles are always style. physical. At yeah. a third level. Okay. It's five bolts. That's five bolts. 18. Ooh. Down its mouth. Let me check. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it dies before you are finished with the spell. So the last one is just a, <laughs> a celebratory slam in the face. It's like a machine gun coming out of my hand. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just jackhammering this thing. Yeah. Uh, snack. Um, oh, hold on. Nope, we're good. Okay. Uh, Uli can't see what's happening here, but Snack, you see Uli coming down with her fists, and she, like, blasts this thing in the eye, and you see one of its eyes just get squished out of its face, and then she hits it again and caves its skull in and hits it again and again, and you can see its teeth sticking up through its skull by the end of the effect, and it just stops moving. Cross. It's the best day of Snack's life. Cool. You all must see, and I turn off darkness. (laughs) (laughs) And there are two just, like macerated corpses of basilisks one torn in half the other one with its head caved in Uli Uli oh. was going like this and then I go up to one of the other dead ones and go pow, pow, pow. <laughs> oh. I never wanted to become this person Tibby goes like <gasps> good work team the uh, door ahead of you had been secured by Joe so that you wouldn't be able to uh, go through it however <laughs> because yeah. of the <laughs> erupting earth. Hey, I uh, did that. And like thunder wave. And thunder fire. wave. This whole tunnel has been knocked off kilter uh, such that the door is kind of hanging almost ajar, but just sort of cocked at an angle. The ground is destroyed here. Also, the uh, water deluge trap that I had set up for this encounter is negated by the fact that there is no longer a water tower. <laughs> no. God damn it. The idea was that... Brilliant. Like, Speed I was I was hoping you guys would like kick the basilisks off into the reservoir because they can't climb ladders and you would be fine to just continue. They got eight legs. They're crocodiles. They can super climb That's ladders. That's so many ladders. So, but then I was thinking like the deluge would kick you guys back into the reservoir okay. and you'd have to fight them. Uh, uh, in the pool, which would have been a whole other thing. Anyway, the door is fucking open. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for destroying. I love hearing about your thought of how it might go. So great. Uh. <laughs> we can never plan for our chaos. <laughs> uh, you hear a metal clang come from the other room. Does that sound like a big sword falling? Uh, hey, Bert, you got any more of that health? Oh, yeah, you look pretty bad, Uli. Yeah. Anything Shoop. Shoop. <laughs> Shoop. Six HPs. Yeah, that's something. I'm above ten now. It's okay, Uli. Snack will protect you. Stand behind me. And I hold the cape out. That <laughs> sounds like a great idea. Thank you, Snack. You're my hero. Yes. Uh, are you moving into the next room? Yep. Yeah. Let's okay. do it. Uh, the uh, awesome strength check locked mechanism door uh, slides open because it's broken. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and you all see uh, Emery hanging from chains from the ceiling with his arms bound to either side. Joe is nowhere to be seen. Emery, Emery, are you okay? I run forward to try and get him out of there. Um, you get close to Emery and you see his eyes kind of light up yellow and then fade. And he says, dehydration is a really tough thing. Uh, and I take a couple steps back out of fear. Uh, and he's smiling this whole time that Joe inhabits him. It'll push people to drink, even if they really don't want to. Sometimes 
your body just betrays you. Do you know what I mean? That's messed up, Joe. Well, that's my middle name. You see... Joe? (laughs) (laughs) Messed up. Uh, The problem with this individual, um, he's already being controlled by something else, so there's not a lot of room for me in here. Is his sword in this room? It is on him. It is still attached to him. Okay. He says, I'm just going to leave you with this guy as a parting gift. Um, You see... I'm going to suppress the part of him that keeps it in check and just let whatever this is run wild. Fuck. Have fun. I really hate Joe. And you see Emery's head bow down, and then you see his head fly back up and his eyes go yellow, and uh, you can see him just kind of like pull on these chains, and he busts one off of the ceiling, and he swings down on the other chain and busts that off the ceiling, and you can see him draw his sword from his back. What do you do? Is this a closed room other than the door we came in? Um, as far as you know at the moment, yes. I, I really don't want to have to, but um, bait the curse. Okay. Yeah. It'll kill him. Uh, you tap the first circle of your tattoo, and you start glowing white. Magic starts lifting off of your no, skin. No, Uli! Uli, no, it will kill him! It isn't his fault! You can see a, a hand sort of separate from Emery, a yellow clawed hand, and kind of reach out towards you, Uli. Um, Holly stands next to Uli and also um, activates the first part of her tattoo. Sorry. This will kill him! We have to get the curse out of Emery. It, he's not living a real life right now anyway. He had control, and Joe took it. The curse rattles inside Emery, and you can see him losing control. He sprints towards you. Holly, the curse jumps for you outside of Emery. It throws a hand at your throat. I hit the bait the curse, and I point at it. It is caught between the three of you and whirls around frantically. It starts to flash golden and flash white, and it starts to uh, arc those familiar lines of energy all across the room it uh reaches out again towards holly but its fingers are interrupted by a crystal that holly reflexively throws up the crystal sort of refracts the curse energy and it bounces around the room you see it reaching out for holly but it can't make purchase on her instead the curse energy seems to be bouncing between the different crystals that holly has on her person and then it hits something in the pack of privacy, and you see it float out. The Hostoroscope is spinning madly in the middle of the room as this curse energy inhabits it. It begins to project an image onto the ground that you can all see, and this room goes dark except for this image playing out in front of you. You hear Emery's voice, and you see from his perspective. You see Amaranth, Megan, and Bourne in front of you. His old adventuring party. They're all badly injured in a dark cave. You hear Amaranth say, Emery, please. Fighting just the two of them got us nearly killed. Who knows how many more are down there? You hear Bourne say, The boy is dead, Emery. He could not survive such darkness. And you hear Emery say, If there's even a chance he's alive, I have to see it through. Even if you won't come with me, I am not alone. 
Emery taps his shield and mace, which you can just barely make out the sigil of some deity on his shield. Some time passes and it's completely dark, but then you can hear the whispered shouts of his party as they follow him into this cave. And then you hear a soft chanting. Hush, oh, rough, oh, rough. You see a circular chamber with a dim violet light burning at its center. Pillars encircle the room and cast long, dark shadows in every direction. Emery looks back at his party, but they're separated now by a procession of blind goblins with their eyes all gouged out, carrying bowls full of eyeballs. This room is packed with almost a hundred goblins chanting in low, whispered unison. Hush, oh, rough, oh, rough. You can hear Emery whispering to himself, I am not alone. I am not alone. The goblins place three bowls of eyes in the center of the chamber. They drag a young teenage boy from the crowd, badly beaten. They cut out his eyes and place them in the middle of the room. The chanting gets louder and louder. Hush, oh, wrath, ah, ras. And Emery cries out the only thing he can think of. I am not alone. And there's a sudden rush of air and silence. All but one of the candles are blown out. Emery peeks out from behind the pillar and sees that his party has left him. And then he hears something. And he says, I am, I am not alone. You can hear footsteps. You see a figure of a tortured humanoid with no eyes approaching Emery. It picks up the boy's eyes from the center of the room and places them into its skull. I am not alone. I am not alone. The figure moves toward Emery, reveals a bloody smile that cuts from one ear to the other, and it points at him. You hear a clang as Emery drops his shield and mace. I, I am. And uh, this vision stops. The historoscope clangs to the ground. And Emery is unconscious. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Tim, your DM and your genie. I'm Hannah, playing Holly Hyacinth. I'm Thomas. I play Engelbert F.F. Wisherspoon. I'm Tara, and I play Tibio Femur. I'm John. I play Snack the Cobalt. And I'm Maggie, playing Uli. Ah!